What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a... Passion career! Woo! Yep. I don't know if you forgot since, you know, we were off a week. I know. I did not forget. <laughs> it's all I've been thinking about for the last two weeks. And I'm so excited. Yeah? Yeah. You missed doing the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a... It's been a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a busy week, so I feel like I didn't really oh. have much time to even uh, think about it. Think about how we missed the podcast, but really, I missed it. That's I all did, I've yeah. thought about all week. Yeah, and I'm sure all of our listeners as well. Yeah, unless they were like, oh, "It's actually kind of nice." Not- <laughs> <laughs> we also needed a break. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's nice to it's nice to get back to it. Yeah, it's nice to get back to it, and we did miss last week. Well, partially mm-hmm. because. Uh, it was right around the 4th of July. A lot of people had off on Monday. Yeah. So, you know, we, we kind of just figured it's a good week to take off. And we we're jumping right into the backyard giveaway project. And that was all hands on deck. It's craziness the whole time. It was and a, yeah, it we was a needed lot. to focus. Yeah. Not my strong suit. So I needed <laughs> to really <laughs> dial in and focus. So we decided, you know what? If we're gonna if we're gonna take a break, take a week off. Yeah, this is this is a good week to do it. It seems like an appropriate week to do it, and I think yeah. we needed it. And uh, now we're back and ready for action because now we're back to normal life, and it feels like uh, it feels like we just have all the time in the world now. Yeah, because we don't have to do a project for free in only seven days. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I guess a little side note: we are recording this not on our normal Friday. We're recording it on Sunday night. And why mm-hmm. did we do that? Because it was really hot in this studio on Friday. <laughs> on Friday afternoon. Good thing we waited till Sunday night because it's even hotter now. It is so hot in here. So if you see us sweating in the video, it's just because it's insanely hot in here. So it's hot. so hot. It's, it's like really the air hot. is wet. Uh, anyway, I digress. It is going to, uh, you know what? Let's just think about it. It's like we're in a sauna. Oh, yeah. Just an hour long sauna session. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get a sauna, so this is like a little... This is practice for me having a sauna. Uh, (sighs) All right, anyway. uh, Next week, this is a a little teaser bit. Next week, we are going to have a special guest for the podcast. Oh, okay. So we should probably address this temperature thing before... We bring a special guest into this very hot studio. No, what better way to break them in? Put them in the literal Yeah, it's a good icebreaker to put them on the hot seat, literally temperature wise. All right. There you go. So if you can't stand the heat, get out of the studio. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what we say. Uh, it's hot. <laughs> but anyway, the heat actually wasn't the real reason. Well, I guess partially the reason for the delay in recording. The real reason was because we were still editing the charity build video. It's not charity build. It's a backyard giveaway. Sorry. I know. I keep saying that. That's not the title of it. The backyard build giveaway video. And we really wanted to focus on that to fruition we didn't want to rush it yeah so we were like you know we'll just do it on sunday night which i'm glad now because now the video is live yeah we can talk about it yeah we can tell the people to go watch it if they haven't yet yes it's gone i think it's been received pretty well yes i'm pretty proud of it i would say definitely a career highlight for me what do you think what do you say i think so as well and i guess we should we should tell people that's we're going to kind of talk about that and we're going to talk about we're going to talk about a kind of a peripheral side action kind of benefit topic mm-hmm. around that, which is company culture. Yeah. I think it ties in nicely and uh, we've got some thoughts on that. So uh, this backyard giveaway, it was something that really, I feel like today, now that the video's live, the video's done, it's up, it's just out in the world. Yep. I feel like I can finally sit back and just take it all in. All the work is done, but it was really a couple of years in the making to get to this point to like be able to do it, to put together everything around getting nominations, picking somebody that we felt like was deserving, lining everything up with the build and then doing the video. It was a lot of work, but I feel like now that it's done, I can sit back and really appreciate the career highlight that it really is. Yeah. So what do you think? Yeah, I think that... um Excuse me, I'm burping. Um, when I was hired, this was something that you mentioned you wanted to do. Yeah. So that was two years ago. Well, yeah, two years ago. 
And uh, I, th- I would say about one year ago, we started taking it really seriously where we're like, okay, this is something that we are going to do. We are going to figure out a way to make it work. This is something we really want to do. You got me all jazzed on the idea. So I kind of took it under my wing and decided we're going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to make this happen. We're going to do it. And we put all the things in place that need to be done. And it's so exciting to like, you know, work on something for like pretty much an entire year. And then now we're on the other side of it. So it's, yeah, it's really exciting. It is. It is really exciting that it's done and it's something that we can like check off. Hopefully it's, it's something that we can continue doing. Yeah. We've kind of put it out there that one of the reasons we are able to do it is because of like the revenue that we get off of YouTube. We were able to kind of put some of that back into really the channel and, and just our business and, and this idea of a backyard giveaway, Mm -hmm. we were able to do it because of that reason, because we have some additional streams of revenue through YouTube. So that made it possible in the first place. Um, But now that it's, now that it's like done and it's checked off, it's, it's something that hopefully is received well and mm-hmm. kind of leads to us being able to do it more. Yeah. And I guess like, unfortunately slash just the way it is, like we need this video. It needs to be received well. It needs to get a lot of views for this to be a sustainable thing. Like yeah, we could probably do one every year. No problem with the revenue that we're getting off YouTube. But the idea behind it is that this also helps us grow our audience so that we can get more revenue so that we can do this more often and we can just reinvest back into the channel and these giveaways because it was really fun to do. It was really rewarding. And one of the coolest things about it is you can just like run with ideas. Yeah. like You're giving it away. So... Like I came up with that privacy wall idea just on the fly. It was like, I have no idea what we're going to do. What material do we have? What cutoffs are left? Like, let's just come up with an idea. Mm-hmm. We were able to do the same thing with the water feature. It was like, let's just come up with an idea. And it was almost a surprise to Troy. And it turned out awesome. And that freedom to design whatever we wanted was really cool. Yeah. I love that. That is, that is a really nice perk of the situation. Maybe we should go back and tell people a little bit more about it because now that I'm thinking about it, we're just jumping right into it. Yeah. You might not know all the nitty gritty details of what happened. So do you want to give just a little background of the whole process, how it started? Yeah. How just, we, okay. Yeah, yep. Uh, obviously it was something that we talked about as Catherine said for a long time, something we really started taking seriously last year. And we decided in about January that we were going to do it this year. We put it out to all of our followers in a video saying we want to do a backyard giveaway for somebody that gives back to their community, nominate somebody that you know that is doing really great things and is really just giving themselves to others. And we got a ton of nominations, way more than I expected. And we sifted through a lot of those and we landed on this guy, Troy, from uh, a nonprofit called Return Kindness. And he's doing a ton of stuff. It really helped because he just had a news story done on him. So like we were able to see his whole story and he had uh, raised like hundreds of thousands, thousands of dollars worth of supplies to sent to the hurricane in Puerto Rico in like 2018 this year, he did a huge toy drive for like underprivileged kids and he's doing Mm -hmm. tons of random give backs to people that, you know, can't afford their groceries or whatever little things it might be. He's doing a lot of big and small things and we were able to see that and we're really happy to find somebody like that. And we selected them and we surprised him, I guess, that was probably in maybe March. Yeah, I think that was in March. Um, and then we came up with, you know, the design. We started working on it and we put it all together and we were hoping that it would be a June project. Ended up being a June project right at the end, but mm-hmm. we got it in and the whole thing was we we're planning on doing it in seven days. Deck, patio, water feature, privacy wall, bar yep. area, landscape. It was a lot of things that went into this project. Yep. And we did it. 
We did it. We did it. We did it in the allotted amount of time, which was <sighs> crazy. I believed in us in every aspect of that build, except that timeline. I was like, <laughs> it we'll was see, a, but we did yeah, it. Yeah, It was an extremely tight timeline yeah. and it rained almost every single yeah. day that we were there. Sure did. So like pretty good. It, it like was, it was a uh, downpour. Yeah. It was yeah. really raining. So, but it really, it, everything came together really awesome. It was a rewarding experience and I think it's one of the things that does tie into the other topic that we're going to talk about, which is company culture. Yeah. Being able to do these things. I think everybody got a little bit of a different sense of fulfillment out of it um, than you do just from a typical project. Yeah. We got the satisfaction of seeing the job from start to finish and, and building something and making it and bringing it to life. But we also got the satisfaction of like, doing something for somebody else that is doing a lot of cool things for other people. Yeah. Yeah. It really added something like, obviously it was a different kind of thing than we usually do, but I feel like every once in a while to do something like this, maybe not on such a grand scale, but just anything like this is like a nice um, break in the norm to like reinvigorate your employees or just your work life just because it's out of the norm enough. Like we're still building a deck and a patio. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like the same, but it's such a nice little, like, like a reward, a career reward, I would say. Yeah. I think it, it, it takes you away from the typical day to day enough where it's just, I think I was even getting kind of burnout on like, we just build a project. We try to maximize our efficiency. Yeah. We try to maximize our profit. We're trying to make content. And it's like, that's all well and good. Like you need that to operate a business. But I just felt like it had been a while since we'd really done something big yeah. to, I, I love the moments where you know that you're not going to be making money on it, but it's just like a step towards a vision. Yeah. I love doing stuff like that because it's just like it's you can't evaluate it on a strict profit and loss statement it's like it's something outside of that that you're building towards and this definitely falls in that category where you can't look at it like did we make money or lose money because we charged a dollar for the project like <laughs> we knew we're, we're not going to make anything but right. it's kind of a step towards this bigger picture of building our brand and getting our name out there and also just hopefully actually inspiring a couple people to like do something big or small yeah. for somebody else that felt like a really rewarding change of pace from just our normal day to day, which is still rewarding, but yeah, this, this kind of broke it up nicely and I think gave a little bit of a perspective shift to what we'll go back to tomorrow, which is building a deck and a patio. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think that it was, um, it was also nice to use our platform to, you know, get Troy's message across. I think that he is such an incredible person and really like every day that we were there, I was reminded of why we chose him because he, it was almost like he couldn't, he was so uncomfortable being on like the receiving side that he kept yeah. trying to like, give us things or like he, you know, he had the ice cream man there every single day for us or yeah. like he kept buying us lunch or he'd bring out, you know, him or his children would bring out like drinks for us constantly. Like, yeah, it was just a, a nice reminder of like why he's doing what he's doing. And then to like hear him talk about why he's doing what he's doing. It's, it's just nice. It feels like a, you know, you put good things into the world and then those good things come back around or they inspire somebody else to do somebody, something good. So it just, it all, I don't know. It felt real warm and fuzzy. Just yeah. everything about it. And since Troy is like out there doing nice things for people and giving back, he got a new backyard. Now we just did something nice to give. When do we get our stuff? <laughs> do we get to pick think, what we get? Like when the goes around, comes around thing? Mm, like You didn't pick yet? You didn't no, get the notice? No. Oh, did we have to it do was submission? Mail you, oh. should, you should check it. Yeah, you got to check in the mail. Kind of like a... You might have tossed it. Ferrari maybe? Would be nice. It might be, yeah, probably on the that way. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Maybe you should buy a Powerball ticket. I think those are <gasps> those are pretty high right now, right? I don't know. Oh, we've been over this. I don't want to win the lottery. Oh, yeah. You true. know what it would turn to almost immediately? Drugs. Drugs. Almost immediately. <laughs> when you have when, when you, like when you have that much money, but you didn't earn it, it's it's like, what do you do? Drugs. You buy jet skis probably day one or two. Definitely. Obviously. Definitely getting jet skis. <laughs> but they're like, it'll make these jet skis so much more fun. Drugs. <laughs> like, I just think that... Cocaine! There would be no... Like reason to work, there would be no reason to like do anything. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, enjoy your time with your family, not have the stress of work. But like, I don't know. I'm just, I don't think I'm wired that way. Like, I need, I need something to do. And if I were to just have like a billion dollars for no reason, like tomorrow, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't think that would go well for me. I wonder if you have that much money. Like, how many people come to you woodwork. for money? Yeah, like everybody. I wonder- you think it would be like a bunch of people asking you for money? Yeah. Yeah, I bet it probably would. You would definitely be like, Sean, please let me get this truck. Mm, I do want a new truck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't play the lottery, but if I did and I won, I would get you a truck. Tacoma. That's pretty cheap. So it's like a reasonable truck. It's not like I'm asking for like a, yeah. you know, something crazy. I don't know. I don't even know what an expensive truck is like. They're all pretty expensive. They're all pretty expensive, yeah. <laughs> Inflation, thanks. Yeah. Uh, all right. What what else you got on the? Why are we talking about that? <laughs> I don't know how we got on that, but uh, anyway. Anyway. Back to our squirrely. Uh, I would not buy you drugs if I won the lottery. Just. <laughs> <laughs> if you won the lottery. If I won the lottery, I wouldn't buy you drugs. I wouldn't need. I wouldn't need them, because I would well, still just be going about my normal life. Yeah. You would have won the lottery. I right, but you said you'd the- buy me a truck as a coworker. I'm not going to buy you. I don't know what else you want. You always say you don't want stuff, so. Nah, I don't want anything. All right. Fine. I just feel like nothing is like, uh, I don't know, you can't really appreciate things unless you earn them for yourself. Yeah, I agree were with Were you that. like that? Like, I imagine you were probably growing up like not a spoiled person. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I was not. I would not yeah. say that I was spoiled at all. And of course, as a child, when you're not spoiled, you wish that you were. <laughs> you're like, you always have that one friend that gets everything that they want. That's and you're like, true. Why can't I get stuff yeah. all the time? And then you grow up and you're like, those people, you know, sometimes I'm sure everything turns out great for them and they're still hard workers. But a lot of times they don't have that, that drive to like earn for themselves. And my parents yeah. never bought me anything ever. Yeah. So now I thank them for it, but I hated them for it back then. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. I, I didn't really like, I didn't hate them for it then, but I was kind of like, oh man, I can't get anything. Yeah. But then I just, it made me get like, I had two jobs when I was 14. Cause I was like, you know what? I'm going to get that stuff. Yeah. I got real resourceful at a young age because one thing that they would do is if I wanted to buy something and when I was like, in middle school and high school was always like some piece of music equipment and it was mm-hmm. always like fairly expensive for like a mere child yeah. to purchase so they would always say if you save up half i'll lend you the other half and then once you're done paying me back you can do it again with something else huh. so that was always oh, the uh, the concept and i feel like that really helped me a lot with it's like a good lesson in like budgeting and down payments yeah. and did they charge you interest? No, they did not. They mm. did not. I'm surprised. Right. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't, but they didn't. What about so, allowances? Did you have an allowance when you were a kid? Uh, yeah, it was always ten bucks a week. Mm. Like, you didn't have allowances even up until high school. Like, <laughs> this is getting me nothing. So, I never really had jobs. I was just like out there, kind of having weird side hustles, like washing people's cars and okay, you know, doing all kinds of weird stuff. So, yeah, um, I was yeah. a job girly. I always had jobs. Yeah. Kept him for a long time too. Even Good in high you. school, yeah. Good for you. It's proud of those jobs. Yeah. How how do we how do we get on this? We we kind of <laughs> went on some uh, some weird tangent here. Yeah, I'm not sure. All right. Um, Enough on the backyard giveaway. What do you think? Yeah, I just I hope everyone checks out the video. Yeah. I know I'm very proud of it, and I'm sure you're very proud of it as well. Yes. Whole thing, just you know, warm and fuzzies. So check yeah. it out. Let us know what you think. Hopefully, we get to do another one. Yeah. I'll start working on it tomorrow if we can, you know. We'll see. We need to, for a little bit, work <laughs> on projects we're actually making some money. 
all right, yeah, all right, all right. I know, I know. Uh, one thing I will say is that when you're doing, like, this was a big project to do for a first giveaway. Yeah, This yeah, would was, be like a $60,000 project yeah, if definitely. we were to, like, build it for a client. So we bid off a lot for the very first one. So the next no, one's got to be so cool. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so I have no regrets about that, but there were times throughout the build that I was just like, was this a was this a horrible mistake? Like, is this was this too much to do for the first one? And you have to like kind of step back and remind yourself like why you're doing it. And I knew the time investment, like it, it kind of went according to plan on the time investment. But there are moments when you're like, oh my god, this is like this is a really big project that we're yeah. doing and giving away. So I got the sense of that when I was when I was like, Sean, I got to go buy more River Rocks, and you were like, make what you have work. <laughs> It was like the most expensive river rocks that you can buy. And they're like $25 a bag and we wouldn't need like 30 bags. And I really didn't think it was going to be the bang for the buck situation. So yeah, it's like we can make these work. All right. So besides that, overall, it was, it was probably about a $25,000 investment between labor and we did have some sponsors kick in material for some of the stuff, but yeah. uh, it was a pretty big investment. And luckily we were able to turn some of that YouTube revenue that we've made in the past into something like this, because ultimately hopefully it builds the channel and it builds the audience. And again, it leads to us being able to do this more often because it was rewarding, but I do want to say it was a little scary at, at moments like, and all the best things are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime you take a risk, it should scare you a little bit. Absolutely. True that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, you know what I'm going to ask? What? Don't long, ask it. Don't <laughs> ask it. <laughs> How long have we been going here? How long? 22 minutes. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Yes, we have so much time to talk. That's great. <laughs> uh, do you want to transition into the company culture aspect of this? Yeah. Okay. So I was talking with somebody close to me recently and uh, I don't think anybody at their job listens to this, but just in case uh, we'll give him a code name. We'll call him Hank. <laughs> anyway, okay. I don't want to, I okay. want to disclose. Right. I was, I, yep, I was, I wasn't following her. I yeah, got it. I don't want to disclose yep. their identity, but uh, they said that you know, their, their company is like always initiating these like company culture things and everything's about the culture, but okay. it comes from like, you know, having consultants come in and say like, you yeah. know, this like very vague, like, you know, you might have a mission statement, but it's, <laughs> they want to preach the culture, but they don't really, they're not really building it. Like they're trying to build it from the outside in instead of like the inside out. Yeah. And it's such a hot button topic. Is that is, is that a saying? Hot yes. button topic? Such uh, a that's probably not the right mm, word. That means yeah. like it's very polarizing. Like yeah. it's very what do, what do I wanna say? It's very trendy. Yeah. It's a very trendy yeah. thing to yes. be like, yeah, we have you know, this company culture where we'll give you a beer once every <laughs> three years or <laughs> like whatever, like weird thing. But I feel like everyone wants to build this culture, but it's so ambiguous. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we have these t-shirts and we have the mission statement here and we have our, our core values painted on the shop wall. Mm -hmm. Like things like that are great, but I feel like so many companies are trying to do it and they don't know how to, and they're trying to like force it into everybody right. instead of it growing Naturally organically. Yeah. And I think hopefully we've done a pretty good job of building a good, positive company culture. Um, I know it is not perfect by any means. There's a long way to go. I have a lot to learn on being a leader of a good company culture, all that stuff. But I think for the most part, We've done a pretty good job. Yeah. And it has kind of grown from the inside out. Would you agree? I would agree with that. And I think that part of company culture, just it just happens organically with the people that you hire. 
Yes. So like as much as you can be like, I'm the boss and I create the company culture. It's kind of like at a certain point, it's out of your hand because you are, it's like yeah. the company's culture. It, it is a, it is a thing that happens on its own. Mm-hmm. So I think that we have created a culture that we all really enjoy. I don't know if our company culture would be for everybody. I think if you just hired some random person off the street, they might be like, what is happening? Here? <laughs> yes. I think a lot of people might say that. Yeah. But it works for us. I think that we're all very, you know, we're all very happy and comfortable at work. So I think that that's, you know, yeah, it has created itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think part of, I would say our like core values are, I mean, besides like, you know, integrity and doing the right thing and all that stuff, like the things that really identify and make up our core culture and sets us apart are things like always trying to build the best thing that we can. Yeah. Always trying to get a little bit better. Um, If we're trying something new, I'm never going to go to Ant and say, Ant, this needs to be done tomorrow. If it's something new that we've never done, it's like, all right, look, this was something I came up with. I wasn't sure how long it would take. We're going to take the time that it needs and it's going to get done right. We're not going to rush through that. Um, And something like that is very novel for a construction company. Usually it's like, this has to be done by the end of the day. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything, but okay, it's done at the end of the day. And I think everybody knows that as long as everyone is really like putting everything that they have into it and we're trying to do the best that we can and if something comes up or we have to do a little bit of extra detail, I'm never going to say, no, we can't do that because we're going over our time allotment a little bit. Um, I'm always going to let the best ideas come to the surface Mm -hmm. regardless of anything else. And I think that is a really good part of the culture for everybody that works here. And it's a core part of our brand. It's like those little things that we try to do better every time are the things that make us who we are. It's what makes a project that we've done now a lot better than one that we did three years ago. Definitely. So that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. What's what's your spin on it? Um, I've worked obviously for in a different industry for whatever, forever. And uh, it is interesting to see how each different company handles company culture. Yeah. And like, so the job that I had before here, mm-hmm. or I guess it was technically two, two jobs ago. Um, they had this thing that was like, it was the company was called Liberty and they had these like Liberty day things where Ooh. everyone got to leave, leave work, quote unquote, leave at like two. Mm-hmm. And then they had this like Liberty day. It was like this kind of carnival they'd bring somebody in to do all of these things and they encouraged everyone to like bring their families and stuff it was i don't remember there being face painting but i wouldn't be surprised if there was it was kind of like they told you to bring your kids they wanted everyone to bring their families they wanted to make it this big thing it's kind of like trust me it's fun you are having fun you want to be here having fun (laughs) i know you didn't want to be here until five o'clock but now you definitely want to be here with your family and everybody else's family until like eight o'clock that's Mm. what you want um, so it was always like a weird thing and everyone, you know, mm-hmm. it was like pretty much mandatory. And, uh, <laughs> was it fun? I, you could drink at it, I guess. So it was like, nah, it was not fun. No. Okay. But the worst part about it was then eventually they just stopped doing it and they're like, everyone's like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> this was hang our on. One, like, <laughs> yeah. Now that you're wait, taking yeah, this, away from us, I wanted yeah. to go there. This company culture thing doesn't matter anymore. Like you just decided, nah, that's not in the budget this year. So you're just going to be done with it. Yeah. So I feel like there's such a fine line of like doing things that you're gonna, like employees actually want. And then yeah, being mindful of like what you decide isn't worth it anymore. Mm-hmm. Cause that's always the, like when I think of company culture, that's what always sticks out in my brain. It's like, Oh yeah. I remember when they took away Liberty days. That was a, uh... was it like a formal <laughs> thing where they're like, yeah. Uh, Cause it was we the will same. no longer be having Liberty day. <laughs> Your Liberty has been taken from you. It's been taken away. The, Yikes. it was like on the founders. I forget. There was another, they did another thing that we, we did like a forced, uh, uh, volunteer day. Forced we all had fun. to, yeah. And that was, on like the founder's birthday. And then this thing was always like 
the reward for that volunteer day. So they were always like together. Mm. So it was like, it wasn't like something that just didn't happen. And we all were like, Oh, I guess we're not doing that this year. Like it was, they're like, was yeah, like, well, you still have to go volunteer and do that thing, but you we're not going to do that other thing anymore. Why? So it was like very apparent. Was anyone like, why? Yeah. Everyone was like, hang but on, no, why? <laughs> but did anyone like, was it like kind they of an uproar or was it just like, everyone's like kind of to each other. Like, really? yeah, it was no just like, a, yeah. And they, they made in their, they said in their statement, it just wasn't in the budget again. <laughs> for that year or something so i was like you guys didn't well, perform geez, well okay. enough to have fun for one day a year but you still have to volunteer yeah hmm. so i f- that to me always felt like a like a forced yeah and th- that company i would say had pretty decent culture because most of the people that worked there had worked there for like many 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 years yeah um they did not have a big turnover rate so i would say that on a on the surface level they did have pretty good company culture yeah. But that's like what sticks out to me. It's like you can't give people something and then take it away. Take it away. <laughs> like yeah. they were still with still the best company culture around. Mm-hmm. But uh, no more fun. All right, guys. No more no fun. No more fun. <laughs> no fun for you. I think it is interesting that you mentioned they did have pretty good company culture because a lot of people stayed for a really long time. Yeah. And I guess that doesn't always mean a great company culture when people are staying for a long time most of the time it could just be it, toxic it could just be toxic <laughs> and you can't get out yeah kind of like an abusive relationship or something you know you're trapped you're trapped forever so but most of the time i'd say majority of the time if people if there's a low turnover rate the culture's pretty good and i think that can be due to the less ambiguous things like how much you get paid, Yeah. how much vacation you get, how strict they are about, you know, if you show up late one day, uh, you know, all of like the little things I think add up and those can be very definitive things to build a culture on. Like we are going to give the, the highest pay uh, in our industry. We are going to mm-hmm. give the best health benefits. We are going to really, um, you know, have a set work week where we're not going to work weekends. We're not going to work, you know, super late into the night. We're not going to do a ton of overtime. Things like that that are more identifiable are a great place to start a company culture. But then I think it is those more ambiguous things that create that really unique thing that's hard to put your finger on that makes one company so much better than another one. And can have that one company outperform a very similar company from the outside because it's just this very ambiguous thing where everyone feels like they're part of something bigger, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard to put your finger on what that thing is, but what are some ideas to grow that thing that you can't put your finger on? You got any? Um, Communication, I would say, is like number one, just having clear communication and setting standards. Like, yeah. what? I just, I feel like if there's, <laughs> if there's any two things that I'm the worst <laughs> at, it would be those two things. <laughs> so I feel like that was your little subtle way of being like, that was my dig yeah, at you. That uh, <laughs> ambiguous thing that makes <laughs> one company so much better. We don't have that because you need these two things. And these are the two things that you're the worst at. So thank you. No, for that. I don't um, think that at all. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't a sarcastic tone. I don't think no, that, I think that at um, all. Well, okay. I will say maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's really break it down here. Being able to speak your mind. And I feel like, yeah, maybe that's just me as a person, but I'm going to do that whether I have the space to or not. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know if you got I that mean, maybe me. now that you mention it. <laughs> I know I would have never huh so yeah maybe I guess that's why you mentioned that's true yeah that's yeah. why it works because um whether you want to talk about it or not I'm going to that's true so. that is true <laughs> um and also with like setting standards I think that that's something that I have tried to I don't think that you were no offense great at that no offense taken before I, I came here I but that is your open communication that is something that I have tried to really instill like we need to have set like roles and goals and, and yeah. for everybody mm-hmm. because that really leads to healthy, you know, just work 
balance. Just like, yeah, I think it helps. <laughs> it helps you build on things because you're, you're like, this is how we do it. Let's do it this way until it doesn't work for some reason. Then we change it. We still have a set way of doing things because there have mm-hmm. been many times when you're like, Sean, why, why are you doing that? That's not how we're, that's not how we do it. Why are you going outside of <laughs> the way that we decided to do things and go rogue on me? <laughs> because now it's just like, I don't know. The system doesn't work because like <clears throat> you have just abandoned the system. <laughs> you're doing your own thing. We can't do that. Right. So uh, I will accept that criticism. <laughs> it's not my, it is this not my not meant to be like a dig at you. I did not no, mean it in that way. I'm not taking it that way <laughs> at all. This is, are you projecting a little? I didn't mean to. I'm so sorry. No, no. Okay. I'm just being honest and open. I mean, oh, okay. I think uh, one of the things I have been on this podcast is very open about my shortcomings. And uh, one of them is just, just sticking to any sort of like things <laughs> that I have to like do repetitively. I just want to do my own. My instinct is just do it. Ever I want in that moment. So <laughs> that is very hard for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also communication a little bit, but I do think, not toot my own horn, I do encourage people to speak their mind. Yeah. And I do not hold it against them. Unless I have to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I think we're pretty good at like, you know, everyone speaking up if they feel like they have something to, to say and um, I'm pretty open about it. Yeah. Unless it's like something that I'm like, okay, no, we're doing this. I need you to do that. Yeah. You know, but for the most part, I don't take offense when, you know, people take jabs at me because it's funny and most of the time it's true. <laughs> and we just have that type of like relationship with the crew that like yeah. a lot of time we are going to just... <clears throat> throw little digs at each other as a joke and we're very open and you know I think for the most part we don't take it too far but what 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 are you laughing at I feel like I know what I'm what you're talking about because I work with you and like we you know but if you were just hearing this from the outside you'd be like wow that seems like a really unhealthy place to work <laughs> it's not it's we fun. all just take subtle jabs at each other it's totally yeah, fine I guess yeah I guess yeah <laughs> In a fun way. Like we joke with each other. Yes. You know, nobody takes themselves too seriously. Yes. We take our job seriously. <laughs> we take what we do seriously, but we are all very humble. We don't like put ourselves up on a pedestal. It's we all are very much equals and we can all speak to each other however we want. And like people can say to me like, Sean, no, stop. Like you need to stop that. <laughs> You have full authority to do that and you exercise it regularly <laughs> and it's, we need that. We need that. Yeah. Like if, if you were, if you felt like you couldn't say things like that to me, you probably wouldn't work here anymore. Like if I was just like, if you were like, Sean, why, why are you, why did you randomly give this person a discount on a design? And I'm just like, it's not your job to question me. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, Okay. And then like eventually you would just be like, you just wouldn't work here anymore. Cause you'd be like yeah. this, this guy's insane. <laughs> <laughs> so I do openly encourage all of that feedback and it's necessary. Cause that's how yeah. we keep each other in check. Exactly. See, so you, you say you're not good at communication, but I think that, I think we're, we're all. Yeah. I think we, I think that, like I said, our workplace probably isn't for everybody, but for us, yeah. I feel like we have found a way for it to work. Everyone feels like they can come to you at any point and talk to any talk to you about anything. Yeah, I think that we all do talk to each other in like a in a, a in a bit of a snarky way, but that's our way of getting across the point yeah. to each other. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's and like, it works for us. And that's like sort of the norm on like a construction sure, site. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe if like <laughs> I feel like working in an office is probably nothing like that, <laughs> and it's nothing. Like it that. would probably be really funny to like for me to like work in an office for a week, like (laughs) where you used to work and just like see the difference of, 
you know, what is happening and how people interact with each other. Yeah. It's much more passive aggressive. Oh, I'm sure. Pro- you might thrive in an environment like that. Cause you, really? I feel like you do love a good, like passive aggressive dig where like the other person doesn't totally know you're making fun of them. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm literally the best at that. <laughs> I love doing that. Not yeah. at work, but I mean, maybe sometimes, but yeah, <laughs> when people are like, I really want to get at somebody, I'll like just, I love making fun of people without them realizing it. Yeah. And and then they're like, yeah, I'm I'm really cool. And I'm like, that's fun. Yeah. And I am really good at that. Being like sarcastic <laughs> to the point of. Yeah. I feel like you might thrive in that environment. So. Huh. Maybe I'll try that out. Yeah. Keep We're getting a little sidetracked again, right. I think. Yeah. Do you believe so? I do. So what do you think? I, I said communication. What do you yeah. think like the little indescribable thing is about a company Vision. culture? Getting everybody to buy into the vision? Yeah, I think so. I think that that's the one thing that's... It's that thing that's out there ahead of you that you need to, like, you want to paint the picture of what you're trying to build and what where we're all headed. And I think that vision is necessary so that everybody's on the same page and everyone's going in the same direction. But yeah. it also needs to be a cool vision that everyone can buy into and everyone wants to be a part of and everybody wants to get there. Um, so I think for me, that's probably the most, I look at it as the most important thing to building like a company culture. And that's probably because I think that's one of my strong suits. So obviously that's the thing that I lean into yeah. uh, as the chief vision officer at Premier Outdoor <laughs> Living. Uh but I do think that, and with a vision, it can be, it's it's a little bit in between ambiguous and definitive. You know, it is, you do have these parts of it that are very real and, and can be described and written down and all this stuff. But there's still also this, this ambiguous aspect to it. Like part of ours is we want to, be the biggest brand in outdoor living. When people think of backyard renovations all across the country and the world, they think premier outdoor living. Mm-hmm. That's like sort of a solid definitive thing, but it's also fairly ambiguous. Yeah. The other thing is we want every single project to be cooler than the last one in some capacity. We want to do something that raises the bar for us. Every one of us wants to get better I want to become a better designer on every single project. I feel like I have so much to learn. So we want to be the best at what we do. And we want to get better every single day. So I think that's another thing where it's, it's kind of definitive in a way. It's we want to get just a little bit better. But what does 1% better compounded 100 times look like? I don't know. You can't even like imagine it till you get there. But that's right. part of the vision. So I think... You need to have that part that people can buy into that's really cool and they want to help you get there and we're all getting there together. And it's also important because without that vision, people could be going in opposite directions and it's hard to identify that that's happening because you don't really know where the ship is is going. Sailing reference. I know you love those. It's so profound. I do love a sailing reference. Yeah. That was great. Thanks so much. Great job, John. <laughs> kind of like blacked out. I don't really know what I said there, but uh, it came from the heart. So, um, back to your came your from title. The sweaty heart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like that's another thing other people should do. Oh, let people make up their own titles because absolutely, that's a great point. Because <laughs> I my my I am the director of global expansion. Sean is the chief vision officer. We went to a trade show and we were giving people or. You were. I was just oh, yeah. part of the conversation. I didn't do any work, but you were giving people new titles. My God. I can't remember. They were any so of exciting. Them, but they were really cool. <laughs> and everyone was so excited about them. So I don't remember them either, but I bet those people still remember them. Yeah. Are you trying to remember? Yeah, I'm trying to remember them. But uh, <laughs> one was like executive vice president of innovation integration. <laughs> That Something was like one, that. Yeah. yeah, that was a really cool <laughs> one. Um, that is a really, a really good uh, perk that everyone should 
adopt that immediately. Yeah. Let everyone make up their own titles because yeah. uh, it's completely harmless and <laughs> they it's mean fun. nothing. They do mean absolutely <laughs> nothing. And one of my favorite things, I love your title, director of global expansion. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love how you sometimes change it depending on who you're talking to, because <laughs> it, like, you know, sometimes you get a sense like, I don't know if they're going to, they're going to totally get it. Cause yeah. like, it's like sort of a joke, but it's, mm-hmm. it's not really, but it sort of is. Yeah. Like you can tell some people, you might say director of global expansion. They might look like, look at you like you're insane. Right. So sometimes you say director of development, yeah. which is just more professional, <laughs> still equally ambiguous. Um, but I love how you do that. Yeah. You kind of, you know, sometimes reel it back if you I need keep to. It, I keep it in my pocket just <laughs> yeah. in case I need to yeah. use it. But. Uh, and if I'm ever standing there next to you while you say that, I'll say, that's not her title. <laughs> <laughs> She's director of global expansion. Mm-hmm. And I will not hear of anything else. So that's <laughs> yeah. a great point. Great point to bring that up. That would be such a fun company culture, like exercise. If you like sit everybody down and say, like act like it's this big formal meeting. Like we guys, we really need to talk. Come up with your new titles right now. That would be so fun. Yeah, I agree. Something about, yeah. And that same, uh, event that you were talking about when I was making up people's titles. Yeah. I can't remember what the name of the fake company that I kind of invented on the spot there. But the idea mm. was you yeah. go into like these big like tech <laughs> companies or whatever, where yeah. they're just like, they just want to spend money on creating some sort yeah. of like ambiguous company culture. They're big on that. Yeah. yeah. I could go in there and be like, it's hundred thousand dollars per title I come up with. And I just sit in a chair, people come into my office and then they tell me about themselves and what they do. My back is to them the whole time right. in like a high back chair. And then when I, once I get the name, I spin around and I hit them with it. Yeah. And like, that's like a stupid company that like, I don't know. I feel like you could go <laughs> could in potentially and work, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what the name was, but it was something I mean, cool. Yeah. We should have wrote, written it down. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. All right. Well, you got anything else on company culture? I don't think so. All right. <laughs> Do you? No, I think I'm good. Okay. I think it's something, you know, you always keep it in mind and, you know, we'll try to get better at it. Yeah. It's something that's ever evolving. Yeah. Always growing, a, expanding, a, evolving. Yeah, a culture is not a, a, a stagnant thing. It's something fluid yeah. and it, it grows and it, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I think with a company like, like Premier, where there's only six people, the, it, it like yeah. ebbs and flows. With everyone's with- mood <laughs> <laughs> on a daily basis. Well, that's true. Yes. That's, that can be but true. But I meant like as people are added or deleted you know, the company culture kind Deleted. of kind of shifts a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so maybe it seems more apparent at a, at a tiny company like ours, but definitely, definitely bigger companies. It's probably not that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Easier to keep. It's a, yeah, it's a little bit harder to <clears throat> influence it on a daily basis. You, yeah. you really need to like, you know, create that, mix of definitive things like the pay and the benefits and vacation and 401k all of that stuff mixed with the vision that everyone's going towards and also um you know with the larger the company is the more aggressive you need to be defending that company culture when somebody comes in and is going against everything that you're trying to do it can be really tempting to keep them around just because you're very busy. It's hard to find people. It would be easier to just have them stay around for right now. It's important to be able to rip the bandaid off and get rid of that person that doesn't fit that company culture because everything that you tolerate, you are promoting. Yeah. If you accept it as, as something that people can do at your company, it's something that you are actively encouraging. So True. something to think about. So this person, this ambiguous person, Hank. Yeah. Uh, and they have this company that spends a bunch of money on. Yeah. Consultants, consultants and, and all and that stuff. kind of stuff. Are yeah. they happy with their, with their company culture? Or do they think that all that stuff is not working? Uh, I think overall they're, they're fairly happy to work there, but 
there's just all this, you know, they're just spending so much money on consultants and having people come in. There's always this new system and there's, mm. you know, this, this thing like, oh, it's, you know, and they're, they're hiring people that have no clue what they're doing, but they're a good culture fit. And like it, okay. nothing really makes sense. There's no continuity. It's always some new thing that is, you know, going to change everything. And uh, it's, it's a fairly large company. I mean, not huge, but bigger than us, probably like two or three times bigger than our company. Um, so they're doing a lot of good things, but you know, it's, it's that thing where they're trying to get that company culture aspect from the outside and bring it in and like force it on everybody. Mm. When a lot of people internally kind of look at it like this is, this is ridiculous. Like what, why are we doing this? This is, this is dumb. Yeah. You know? So, uh, that's what got me thinking about it. And, and it's hard. There's, there's probably a lot of companies. And I think the, the owner of that company is not doing it. They want to create this, this good company culture. Like they're trying to do a good thing. They're trying to grow the business, but it just goes to show you that it's not easy. It's really hard to do that. Um, especially if you're trying to go from one culture to another and you're trying to turn the ship around and change a lot of things, it's really hard. So, uh, you can't say in that scenario, like who's right and who's wrong, you know, that they're changing a lot of things all the time. And sometimes you need to do that till you find the the thing and the system that works and everyone's happy. Everyone's on the same page. It's tough, you know? So I see it from both sides, but I think it does highlight the, the difficulty in identifying this thing that is company culture. That was a beautiful Jerry Springer moment to you think uh, so? wrap up the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, you know what I'm going to ask? How long have we been going? <laughs> <laughs> We're done, Sean. We're done. We're done? We're done. We're done. Do I have time to say goodbye? Yeah, I think you do. But okay. make, it, make it fast. <laughs> now I feel like I just have to know how long we've been going. No. Oh, God. This is horrible. <laughs> I just want to know. All right. Anyway, um, thank you to everybody. If you have a chance, please check out uh, our video. And if yeah, you, yeah. you want to share it, that would be great to, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's the way the, the world works. People need to watch it. We need and to make also, money we just want people to see it. So. And we, yeah. And we want people <laughs> to see it, obviously. But uh, but we want to hopefully do more of these in the future. Yes. Um, and hopefully some of you out there can do something big or small. Uh, we, we, we took on a big project for our first one. You can do something really small and simple and see how rewarding it is. See how your employees will react to it. Give them a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction that they can't get from just a regular project. Yes. So hope everyone's doing well out there and, uh, we love you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying that a lot this week. I, I've been, you know, I just want everyone to know that I appreciate them. It's following along with our little, <laughs> our little silly company. They're following along. So till next time, this has been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week. <laughs>